Shut up and sit down. This is the Muscle and the Hustle Podcast. Hello, welcome back to another Muscle and the Hustle Podcast. Tony's mid yawn, so just in case, like, just in case the microphone picked that up. Uh, <laughs> he's only up out of his bed, though. He come and we'd just like to get straight into it. Is that a selfie ring light behind you? Yes, it is. Oh, that's the most. There must be big videos coming out, guys. Hey guys, just just bouncing on here to tell you to jump on the competition, win a trip to <laughs> Newcastle for the weekend, down to Quinn's Bar. <laughs> um, <laughs> it makes it look a lot more professional whenever you get the ring light. No, it does, it does, it does. I love seeing when <laughs> you always tell people's eyes, you can see the fucking... <laughs> you can see the circle, you can see it. Uh, it's yep, clear as day. But it does make the massive difference. Um, we may as well... Um, as you, as always, we have a we have a loose topic every week, and then we ask people for questions. But the question, uh, the questions are going to be pretty short this week because they're all nearly the same thing, and it's about the the gym and Yuri. Oh, is it? Uh, um, are we going to go that? We're going to wait, or we're going to do that now? I think we need to address it because we got eleven questions, and uh, seven, eight of them, set eight of them are about the gym and Yuri. Right, well, what, are, what is the question? Well, I won't give the boys name, but no, don't. The do you think uh, I won't give the boys name? The Jim and Yuri owner is arrogant, delusional, or stupid? Well, I, I, do you know what I mean? Like, I think that's that's somebody coming from a one sided sort of opinion as yeah. well. Like, like, delusional means like. I see where they're coming from with that concept because delusional to beat the system is probably where they're coming out with that. Yeah. One. I honestly, like, I feel like he's, he's went out, I feel like, I don't know where he's went about it, not wrong. I just feel like he's probably at a stage where I feel like I'm almost at a very similar stage where this would put you Lula. Yeah. Um, I think, I think if you're yeah. running a small business personally, like I reshared one of the stories last night and then the only reason I actually took it down and put it up being like, what did you take it down? I took it down because my mum wrote to me and she was like, I'm just going to, she messaged me and I, there's very few people I'll listen to for their opinion. Yeah. And she messaged me and she was like, look, uh, seeing it in your story, I just would save yourself the hassle because she goes, you're going to turn people's opinion on you. And usually I'm very thing, but very rarely will my mum ever, I think that's the, yeah. the second time in two years she's ever messaged me and been like, that's probably one that you should just stay out of it. Or she goes, if you want to force your own opinion, she goes, force your own opinion. But she said, do it by yourself. Don't do it with somebody. So I think that actually made a lot more sense. So yeah. I was considering IGTV later about talking about it, but you have to be very careful. A lot of people get very, very antsy around it because I feel like there's a lot of, like this is the exact reason why like I haven't put up my opinion on IGTV. I feel like there's a lot of backlash off it now. Like there's a lot for, for saying what you feel about lockdown. Yeah, there is. It's it's a, it's a torn thing. It's the same thing where, in a different note, yesterday my my Instagram caption was praying for a vaccine or whatever it was because um, we had were kind of in the praying sign, which was the picture was taken like eighteen months ago. Um, and a few boys said to me, "Oh, you wouldn't take the vaccine." And I was like, "I don't even fucking think about the vaccine. I'm just 
that's just a topical thing to get people to look at my content. I don't give a fuck. Take the vaccine you want. Take double take it. Take one in the ass, one in the fucking arm, for all I care. As long as the world starts fucking turning, I don't really mind. But with your guy, Nuri, at the start, I was all for it. I was like, you know what? Stand your ground. You're doing the right thing. You're doing No, you're doing the right thing for you. Because at the end of the day, you know, when the bills need paid, nobody's there to help you, only you. No, you have to pay your own bills. That's my biggest argument point. Like, but, if I ran, if I run a gym, yeah, the fu- and the government is so slow to support, who is putting food on my children's table? Yeah, well, that's that's the thing. But the o- the other coin, the other turn of the coin is, is is he doing it for a bit of self uh, public here, like self promotion? Is is he taking the lead from the guys in Liverpool who who did it right? Um, like. If he, I looked at his petition. His petition was eight thousand signatures, which is pretty, pretty poor, to be honest. Um, it shows that maybe most people aren't on his, on his wavelength. I think right idea, possibly wrong person. Yeah, and I also think he's listening to the wrong people. Whoever's given him his legal advice, I don't think they are very well versed in in. and legal stuff because some of the like I am a human being I am what I'm Mr. whatever not this name and you're just like I don't know who's telling you this shit and uh, you definitely didn't get out of fucking out of uh, out of the custody suite without paying your fine I don't care what anybody says like he says he never paid his money you just have to pay it it's simple as that um, he do, there's no way, somebody else might have paid for him, but there's no way around it. Uh, See, I, I'm I'm one of these people who I'll not take sides and either yeah. story, story. Do you know what I mean? Because I just feel like I would never come on and go in a case of go like whenever somebody asks me the question, like if we revert back to it, like and goes delusional or other. I think it's a case of a bit of everything. Like, it's a, it's a bit see I, I would more so argue the point that I just think he's do, he's got the right idea he's just going about it wrong so yeah. I wouldn't say that it's it's anything wrong I wouldn't say he's doing anything people will argue that he's doing something wrong I think he's just went about it yeah. probably hasn't I'm going to be honest it, just like you're saying there with the solicitor stuff like personally what I would have had if, if it was me I think I would have had an like a, an MLA on contact day and night that agrees with me and I would have had a solicitor on standby so the minute the police arrive I just ring both of them and they both come up yeah, I seen That's the way that should have been. Yeah, I seen he had a he had a thing on the wall, by trespassing that was printed out like. Yeah, but he, the police busted the fucking door down with a fucking. Yeah, I'm like that's a bit that to me. I was like, we do that now. We done that in a house fire. Like, there's yeah. no reason we. But then people are saying you don't you don't have the law to do that. Like, see, like in the fire service, we have a card and it literally says in the back of it if we suspect or think that yeah, yeah, yeah. Pre- suspect or think entry to your premise will help us what put, it's not put out a fire there's a better word stop stop a fire yeah. so that can count as like if we think there's a smoke alarm that's not on your thing we have the right to bust the door if we really want well you heard the police lady saying that in the video we thought there was yeah. smoke coming out of here <laughs> and he goes no that's the house across the street with a with a chimney so yeah, they covered themselves in that thing but I just got at the start. I no, you had them all for him opening the gym, keeping it open. If that's what he believes in doing, but there's that, there is that arrogance now that's got to the point where he's kind of going to other people. You're all stupid for doing what you're told. And I seen a few other gym owners kind of turning and going, like it's two weeks. It's not like it's going to be another 
four months thing. Yeah, but See, but but then is it like oh, like as much as there's a vaccine horizon, like yeah, or are we gonna be if if that's not rolled out in January, like we're going for another lockdown in January. I don't give a fuck whatever you say. Oh yeah, we're going for another lockdown, but I don't know. Like, whereas if he stays open for these two weeks, like, like yeah, I, I highly doubt he's gonna be closed again in January either. Well, that's the thing. Whereas it, other places will close. The police, I think the police could turn around and go, Joe, you know what one gym. Even though they're trying to make a, a start like a thing, like he is almost a week in now and he's still open. Yeah, yeah. Like he sh- he, if the police really wanted that, that should have been handled. Like I mean, day one, day two. I think the police have actually made a balls up. You see, when when they went with legislation, I think uh, it takes a while for it to be passed, so it takes up to a week. So if they decided on say the Wednesday that all the gyms were closing. On the Friday, it'll take at least to the next week for it all to be passed through, through government. Yes. So well, I think that's why he got a got the the buy ball for a while, and then the police, pretty sure, would have went right. So when we go to this boy, we need our, you know, our eyes dotted, our t's ready. We we can't be, just like what they wouldn't answer anything in the videos. What law am I breaking? They wouldn't answer anything because they probably weren't as well versed as they should have been. Whereas if they would have started giving like wrong information, he has them by the balls. But I, I have a, just a bad feeling that it's going to come to a very sticky end. Yeah, like people are saying, Jim's going to close and all in the end. Yeah, I have a bad. See, the thing is, I don't know. They can fucking. Is it? Is it a? Is it? Are they insured when they're meant to be closed? You no, know, there's all that other stupid shit. Um, and they can just make his life fucking misery. You know, I know he's got a very good, uh, very good business there. It's fucking looks like a great gym. He's very good business, uh, selling fucking gym equipment. Seemingly like he's a class business doing that. And the like, police and council can just you know turn the screw in businesses like that. And hopefully they don't do that to him. But they can make your life a wee bit of misery. And if you ever want to extend, look for planning permission. You know they do remember shit like that and just go nah. You know what? not happening <laughs> but hopefully like I don't know like every like I'm just looking at the questions here what he's make of the gym uh, Newry sure everybody knows where it is anyway um, what's your view on the gym and Newry staying open for or against um, would, if would, you, you would, you, would you would you say you're against it see I'm for it I if it would have been me right I would have been for it but also I would have I wouldn't have been the lone person I would have more like-minded people. I would have went. I would have went about it after the gyms reopened the first time. I would have met, you know, met other gym owners, met everybody, and says, "Guys, we can't fucking close again. This is the way it is. It's for mental health. It's for everything. You know, everybody's put on weight over lockdown. People need the gym. Of, of, of everything, people need the gym more now than ever. And I would have together, just like us DJs have done." In the last lock of weeks, we're in a big, massive group chat. We've got fucking people, like we've got MLAs involved in the group chat. We've got people that work in the law involved in group chat, um, to try to get legislation changed, because it was grants put out for musicians that didn't include DJs, and these have all been changed now. So the grants have actually been reworded. That's going to include us. But I would have done all that and got power numbers. So as soon as they announced that the gyms were going to close, the documentation would have been served. To the MLAs, to whoever it needed to be served to the PSNI, and everything would have been covered, and we would have had a spokesperson. The spokesperson wouldn't have been a fucking PT, 
the poor fellow in the first video who must have just worked in the gym. I felt sorry for him because he he sounded really nervous. You know the the first guy was it wasn't it wasn't the owner it was a different guy it was a younger fella, and I felt really sorry for him. Um, and I I, I just I think they could have went around it in a very more like the way the boys in Liverpool went around it, where everything was very well versed. They knew exactly where they stood. Um. Their GoFundMe, like I know your guy's fine was five hundred pounds, but now he has to go back to court and, and next week, um, that's going to cost him money, and like I know he probably has the money to pay for it, but it's still money you don't want to be giving away to the fucking government. Um, Not at a time where everything's in crisis. Like. Yeah, and I know the guys in Liverpool that were served, they had, there was a GoFundMe set up for them. I don't even think they set it up themselves. There was a GoFundMe set up for every gym. That was getting fined, and they were paying off people's fines. It was fucking a hundred grand raised after a couple of fucking hours. But yeah, I, mean, I think it could have been done a lot better. But I do. I'm all for people standing up for themselves and standing up for what they think is right. Um, and to be honest, from what I hear, <laughs> the gym was never packed anyway. After it was closed, there was four or five, six people in it, and it's a big space. So it's very big, and yeah, the, from what I've heard, the most of it is like ten. Yeah, time. And you, like, oh, like, uh, what? What's your take on the vaccine as well? Would you take it? See, to be honest, I would. I see at the minute. Uh, I just want. I just want the. If if. I know it's been rushed. To, it's been rushed and all. I've been kind of reading up slightly on it, and there was a guy talking about how rushed it is and how this it is, and there was an, another fella, and he 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 was a doctorate, like he was a guy coming from medical field. He wasn't like a. He wasn't a what's the word like a conspiracy theorist and he said that he believes that it's not that rushed at all because he's of him and many people in the academic world are of the opinion that there's more money in medicine than there is in cures so he goes why would you cure a disease when you can medicate it for the rest of your life he goes the big pharma companies don't make money from cures they make money from medicine yeah, but see, so I, I, I he reckon like yeah, he reckons that. Well, he from his he thinks that the vaccination is a necessity for for everybody. No, it needs to it needs to be there for the for the especially for the people that are most at risk. Um. So, you know what? If if they said to me, well, I know what they're going to do. You're going to have to take the vaccination, or you won't be able to travel. That'll be yeah. that's what they'll do. If you're not vaccinated, you're not moving. You're not going to a different country. If you're not vaccinated, you're not going to concerts. If you're not vaccinated, you're not going. I think you'll have a wee card. I uh, and it'll yeah, it'll be the be the the European health card thing. And yeah. if you're not vaccinated, you're you're not getting your insurance. Your you know your insurance will be null and void. I think it'll be a case of you'll have, you'll get a wee card with your passport and they'll just check it as you go. There'll be fakes and I'll run over too for fuck's sake. But oh yeah, there'll I, be. I you know what at this point. If this is what people needs to get the world fucking moving, I'll it's, take it. Yeah, I think it's funny the way like people. I seen a meme going about yesterday. It was like a uh, billions of dollars spent a vaccine. John that dropped out of BTEC sport. Nah, mate, that's definitely not gonna work. No, <laughs> but like it's it, like or nah, mate, that that's a load of bullshit. I'm a, I'm at one of these things. I need I need to research it more. But I know that you're supposed to take three to five years to build a human. Like it's supposed to take three to five years for it, but yeah, people will, like people will argue. See, you're supposed to do Joe in vitro, or is it in vitus? I forget what it is. It's test tube. Yeah, 
Yeah. Then once it passes that, you go to animals. Then once it passes that, then you finally go to humans. Whereas I think they just went straight to human trials, which people will argue is is a bad thing. I think they went rats, rats to humans. I actually don't think that's a bad thing, like because you're you're it's humans you're going to test on. Like there's plenty of like steroids, there's plenty of drugs that work in veto on rats, and then don't just they just will badly hurt humans, and it's. It's, yeah. it, the reason they run it in rats is because usually rats is it, it shows tumors very very quick on anything so the problem yeah. is it's just not studied long term which is your is your health consequences so like are you going to develop symptoms or a cough at four years down the line that's never going to leave you know there it's it, that's the stuff that you're you're unaware of but i think everybody like myself is at a stage now where you just need the world to start moving again like you just yeah. had enough it's it's fucking with people's health i'll take if it knocks five years off your life expectancy i don't give a fuck because i'm not living another year like this like there's no way i don't think anybody will yeah i i can i honestly need to get back dj i don't give a fuck and if that means that i have to get vaccinated to do it i'll take the vaccination um i have nothing against vaccinations in general um i think it's it's the same as everything is choice uh it comes down to people's choices if you want to no, same as anything in life I'm all about human beings having choice you want to drink alcohol you want to take drugs you want to fucking do what you want to do you want to fucking think you know you're a, you, you can fucking change from man to woman woman to man that's up to you do what the fuck you want if you don't want to take the vaccination don't do it um, same as religion be whatever religion you want doesn't matter but I don't like the way people are going, ah, oh, vaccination's not for me, you shouldn't take it, um, because, you know, they're, they're just injecting you with fucking COVID, and you're like, but that is fucking, you know, you have to create the antibodies. That's what a vaccine is. Yeah, that's what antibiotics in general are, you know. I don't know, it's each person to their own. Um, at the same time, the world... The world won't stop turning, won't start turning until the vaccinations kind of rolled out. I know the vaccinations rolling out in the UK next week. There's people who was I speaking to, to do. I speaking to a guy yesterday, and he was saying his girlfriend there, there, wherever they're working, the NHS workers are already getting scheduled in to get it taken. So it's going to happen fast, and hopefully that is a good sign for the hospitality industry for the fucking fitness industry for the music industry and uh, because yeah, like, there's no way we can keep like but the best of it is like i don't mind the mask thing i don't care about that it's the fact that i can't go out to eat dinner i can't go out to have a pint not that i fucking ever hardly drunk that much but it's the fact that all my choices like my choice in life to earn money is taken away um i yeah, don't like what's your sport been like for money fuck all zero like literally fucking zero i got um there's a there's See, a like, that's why I'm, there's a grand I'm thing open there's a grand thing opening up now um i think it's opening on the 17th of december or the 14th of december and it's the first time it's a grant been open um but that's not to say they're going to stick uh stick a mad fucking loophole in it that nobody can get it. The last one I looked at that I, I could have probably got was um it, it said that I needed to send them my earnings from July to September. I'm like, what the fuck is? No, I actually I emailed the council and I was like, 
the arts council i was like what are you on about july to september i haven't earned a fucking cent in the music industry from march and they're like oh but you need to be earning between july and september for this grant and i was like nobody has been earning like dude no if yeah. anybody's been doing gigs they've been doing it for cheap but they haven't hit that threshold because the threshold was like a 16 or 1700 pound a month from from the music industry and you're like no not one person has hit that threshold like see that, that to me that's why like the gym and everything going on sort of it to me it i see why people i see both sides of the coin because yeah. i see if you're if you're in my opinion it's this like uh now this is our this is i was going to come on to an igtv and then my like i had a chat with family about it and it was a case of the backlash is going to be big on it no matter what way you oh yeah 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 because i was going to come on just give thoughts but like whenever you think about it it's realistically this right so you can stay open you can try and work away you can do everything right and the people in the NHS, the government are going to say the R rate's too high, the ICU beds are getting crammed. People in the NHS are going to hate you because you're telling people to go back to normality when they're stressed up their balls and work. They're overworked like fuck with COVID. Yeah. And there is doctors like that. There is beds like that. Everything's going fucking nuts there. So I can completely see their point of view. But then what I think, because there's lives at risk there, then people are turning around and going, everything else doesn't matter. But then you're talking like people are struggling to pay mortgages. People are struggling to feed their kids. People are going to struggle for Christmas presents, especially this year, like Santa. Oh yeah. And then on top of that, you've got people like cancer. There's, I've had a client's close, like close relation die because they couldn't get cancer treatment. Yeah. So yeah. like, like Joe, you know I mean, there's other people dying here. I'm not saying that's anything wrong with that, but then you look at, you need to look at both sides of the coin. And you go right. Well, why are is our healthcare system? not have more ICU beds. Like then yeah. you're starting to go back towards the government. And this is why this there's this need for such a big fix. So much fear and animosity around lockdown with government because they're sitting there going, if anybody actually catches on that we've been skimming money from the healthcare for fucking years because the NHS is obviously the NHS is probably slaying the, the healthcare system all in. That's why most countries don't have it. Yeah. It's it's such a large tax demand. Yeah. So like that's that's the reason I'm not saying the states don't anywhere the states didn't like they're a fucking disaster but a case of the NHS is one of these things where like you just don't get that in most countries like no, I got an X-ray I got an X-ray in America and it was three grand for the just to get my arm X-ray but that's before treatment but a case of I think it's a case where the healthcare system and the government have, have, in my honest opinion they're the ones that have fucked it like I like you look at New Zealand you look at Australia much like fair enough Australia didn't go back in lockdown Melbourne because there's six cases which is a bit over the top. But their lockdowns actually fucking worked. Like they're they're practically done and dusted now. New Zealand's been done and dusted a while. Like when you look at countries like how they had done it, even like the Sweden that stayed open, I feel like it was a case of we followed suit, followed suit too slow. Yeah. And then did and what we should have done because we came into lockdown so slow, we should have actually went right. Well, what countries are not going to lockdown? How are they coping? What other countries? See where we lie. Whereas we were like Italy in too slow by the time we got in, and the country got fucked. So that, yeah. that's a government fault. That's that's completely on them, in my opinion. That's why, see this whole, did you see the Piers Morgan interview about the 20% pay raise with Matt Hancock? Uh, yeah, I seen, I seen something about it, but I didn't I didn't actually read it. I just read the, like, the, the, the fucking Twitter tweet. Well, this is good, because like in New Zealand, I think it's New Zealand, all the politicians, I think every so many years, they're due like a 20% pay raise. Yeah. And in New Zealand, all of them said, that because of the way it was handled, they feel like even though it was handled well, they all said we're not going to take the money and we're going to put all that twenty percent back into the government to give out for the next year. Yeah, 
So they'll take the following year, and your boy Piers Morgan turned around and asked Matthew Hancock, I mean, watch the interview online. He must ask him, I'd say, nine times. He drills him for an answer, and your, your boy Hancock starts laughing and all. Like, he's yeah. such a fucking rat. Like, I, yeah. Joe, See, to be honest, where... they're all rats. Oh, any politician is a rat. I haven't like, met a politician that's really not a rat yet. In some, in some way or form, even the best of them, there's always some sort of fucking dodgy dealings they have to do. I think maybe John Hume might have been the only one that was on the up and up. Maybe. Like, yeah, like, I, like there's a... Like, it's one of these things where I think people get in it to make a change if they're not... And I'm going to be honest, like, in Northern Ireland, you're a DUP, you're Sinn Féin, and I'm going to be honest, the, the parties are doing fuck all but just argue with each other. Yeah, it's gone back to blue or green. Bingo, you know, Bingo which is a fucking... That's stupid. Uh, no, don't get me wrong. I think I think there is still some. I'm going to be honest. There is still some bitterness between communities, and like I don't know if that'll ever go away. It might down the line. Like no. you're looking at, yeah, exactly. And I'm not going to get into that. But a case of in politics, though, there needs to be like they're only doing that for votes. Like that's the main reason they're doing that. Whereas oh, you're actually you actually are better voting for an individual candidate or somebody that isn't actually biased because of religious beliefs. And that's me being straight. Because although obviously like I'm Catholic my ones would normally vote fucking Sinn Féin it's a case of that that doesn't matter anymore my ones are like my ones are even saying the house like we're definitely reconsidering who we're voting for this year and I think you'll notice small places start creeping up but it's the thing of people will still just vote Sinn Féin because of this DUP because of that but that's why yeah. it's fucked because I think the system is and that's me being straight it's, it's, it's fucked oh yeah it's flawed it's Northern Ireland politics is fucking majorly flawed in, in every in every respect um, and this this coronavirus pandemic has just shown it for what it really is and none of them are fit for fucking purpose you've a hundred percent it's bad when arlene foster is actually speaking some sense no the woman arlene and michelle o'neill can both suck the back of them i I know but the two of them are actually fucking like they've, they've been caught swindling money and they're still in power i don't know how that's even like that cash rashing was one thing now the wind turbine fucking thing how the fuck are they in a job? Like, it's just... If you worked in McDonald's and was caught fucking siphoning money and moving funds around the fucking building, you'd be sacked on the spot. How can these people still be in power? It's just beyond me. And then you've got other fucking morons like Jerry Carroll and all pretend they're fucking fighting the good fight for the good people. He's just a fucking pleb. He's just, he's just a fucking asshole that realised that... I can get a handy old job here, get a few people to vote for me and get a you know, get a nice salary a year for doing very little work, but pretending to help people. Um we've I've uh, running student events, we have a lot of dealings with fucking political parties. Believe it or not, because the fucking residents and all this shit and and the more all of them that I meet, you're not dealing with an intelligent human beings. You're dealing with like Paula Bradshaw, she's a fucking idiot. And no, she knows that I think she's an idiot. I think I've called her an idiot many the time. Um, she's not an intelligent person. Um, and she, people are actually voting for this woman who, like, she. I think, oh, it's just it's not even worth going into on her because she's too easy. Um, but it's I, not it's not fair when you have people like that making decisions that actually you know fully you know have an effect on your life. Uh, yeah, like uh, the reason I brought that up is mainly just because I feel like neither side is wrong. It's actually 
it's 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 like they decide that are like right lockdown lockdown the side that should stay open open they're not wrong they're just arguing because the different opinions whereas what the main problem isn't that this should never have happened yeah we, we were too we were too what well, we were too late of going into lockdown and then we went into lockdown to start we done a half hour lockdown we should have done some full fucking bore and now these last lockdowns, as they call them, aren't really lockdowns when you have people queued out the fucking door. TK Maxx and Madeline. I went in there. I went in there. Like, see this? Like, there was that first two weeks in Northern Ireland, and I went into not a coffee shop. I went into one of the places that we were like, you're getting grub. Yeah. And I mean, it was tiny. There was probably about ten seats. There was twenty, twenty in the place. You could not move. It was wedged. And the thing is. Yeah. You're you're going right. Well, there's twenty of us literally queued backed out here. Yeah. Yes, there's maybe a couple of masks here and there, but like, if you're locking down, lock the fuck down. Don't be like if you're dancing around it, and then you're looking at people are arguing now that schools are open, Joe, and other places are shut, and then you're looking yeah. at childcare. It's just so many. It's because you have to take in other people's opinion and says. Whereas like I'll argue right, schools should be shut, but then a parent will go, where the fuck does my child go? Yeah. Well, that is true. Like. In my yeah, both sides of it. In my opinion, and that's not opinion, in science, schools are the spreaders. They're the super spreaders. Do you close the schools to stop the spread or do you just l- learn to fucking live with it? And I think you just have to learn to live with it. I'm at the stage where it just needs to open up. The yeah. one thing I never understood, though, is why are schools the biggest risk? Like, why are they the biggest transitor? And why don't kids wear masks then? Be- well, because it doesn't affect them you- in the same way as it affects, you know, people that are older seemingly but, but so also they're, they're spreading it they're spreading it because they're fucking house partying at the weekends and they don't you know their parents are going well, that's where i'm a wee bit off it's like yeah like, you know, you know the, the biggest spreader and you're covering everybody else that makes yeah that's like having a, a spill yeah on a sofa and cleaning all around it but not the spill i know fucking whatever i was 10 i wouldn't want to fucking mask but it's one of these things i don't even know yeah. if mask works well but it, it's yeah. just fucking campbell weird. college i think i think it's campbell it's what I uh, Campbell College are suspending any people that they believe at the weekend are having house parties or socializing and mixing in big groups from other schools. And they've just put it out yeah. there and says, We don't care. Um we are doing our own thing and if you if you think that it's okay to uh mix in big groups, have house parties or as as the big thing is now garage parties, um we are we're just gonna suspend you. And that's the way it is. And they've sent letters to their parents. Some parents rebelled against and says, well, my son can do what he wants because outside of school. And they were like, well, if we find out, and they do find out, I don't know how the fuck all these Snapchat things have been, sp- have been leaked, but the schools are the super spreaders, but in the universities. But you know what? Well, you got to learn to live with the virus. The virus, even though there's a vaccination, the vi- it doesn't. it's not like a fucking, you know, it's not like a bunch of pandemic movies where they get a vaccination and it just disappears. It just means people are vaccinated against it. The virus will still be there. So you yeah, just got to you got to learn to live with it. Um, it's the same way as people live <clears> with <throat> fucking you know they live with the flu. They live with you know chicken pox, smallpox back in the day. You just you have see, to fucking uh, you just have to get on with life. I, I at the minute even. It just feels like at the minute you just can't get on with your life. You know, you have to, you know, you can't oh, go, shite. you can't go, oh, here, I'm ready to fucking, I'm ready to kick on, like, I'm ready to do this, I'm ready to do that. It just feels like, no, I have to wait and see what the fuck these people say. And you're like, hold on a minute. You know, 
if for all my life you've paid tax, you've done everything, you've done everything assy by the government, and now the government is saying, no, hold on a minute, you're not allowed to earn money. We'll tell you when to earn money. And you're just Oops. like, how on, what the fuck am I meant? No, what are you meant to do? Re- is Rishi fucking whatever his name is said, retrain? Yeah, see, that's a lot of bullshit. What are you going to do? <laughs> what the fuck are you going to retrain as? Uh, I, may, I don't know. Totally. I may become a fucking PT. You fucking go for it. Like, hey, guys, <laughs> all I need from you is is 50% more work and uh, hit me in the DMs with uh, fix me hashtag and I'll fix you. Mate. <laughs> it's one of these things where people are also saying, like, lockdown, but then, like, you're going to be fucking... You're going to be... People are going to be paying tax, like, extra tax and more VAT for the rest of their lives. Like, that's like that's the other thing. No, come back, this will come back to oh. all these. This is all a bill. Like yeah. this, this is a like this is us like sitting at a table and you're still eating whenever you have no money. Like this is going to come back to you. Yeah, and this is going to hit. It's going to hit you in a later, like a later time in a couple of years. Like the minute this goes and it all settles, the government's going to go right. The public owe us twenty five billion. Yeah, right. We're going to claim this back. We're going to claim thirty five billion back over x amount and we're just going to put in the bottom of the tax code covid tax and they're allowed four five percent on it everybody's wages so although that doesn't sound like much that still will wipe people out like and that's that's where i'm like joe like, that's why you can't but you just live for it like i didn't that's one of the main reasons why i'm so annoyed as well is because nobody signed up for this you know what they'll do they'll stick heavy duty on alcohol and cigarettes that's how they'll Sounds, get it back yeah that's how they'll get it back and then the only thing is that'll have a knock-on effect in the hospitality industry not the cigarettes the alcohol part so then they're gonna have to up their prices and then that's gonna cause shite um but yeah um it's fuck it's just a weird it's just a weird time like it's coming up to christmas and it it doesn't feel like christmas i was i was always the type of person that was really christmas i i know i just jolly i like santa um i always like to get always like to treat people at christmas you know and give loads of christmas you know and fucking kind of but now this year you're like i don't have it to give um so it doesn't feel like christmas for me for some reason um and michael buble hasn't been rolled out yet i was just about to say i'm gonna have to tweet i'm gonna have to tweet him and fucking where the fuck is he? he needs to roll out and start doing some virtual concerts I was gonna say he's literally claws out of the cu- the cupboard during this time of fucking uh-huh. year. Fair play, though. Imagine having a job like imagine having a job where you just work the fucking four weeks of the year. He is literally Santa Claus. There's an interest. He's a very interesting character. Like, do you ever see how he got found? He got founded by the boy who helped produce you know, I will always love you by Whitney. Yeah. And whenever he got he got brought down to Warner Bros. And your boy from Warner Bros. didn't sign him. He said, "There's no way we're signing you because." We have Frank Sinatra and your boy Michael Bublé turn around and goes, "Well, look, no disrespect, but Frank Sinatra is long dead." Like he goes, "You need a new one." So that's literally what he said. And your boy turned around and goes, "I like your spunk," and hired him. And that's because he was getting turned down. Yeah. But it's one. It's it's it, it, if you ever watch his stuff, it's actually very interesting. But yeah, I like him. I like. <laughs> yeah, him. yeah, no, he's he's good for Christmas. Do you know what I mean? And I know oh, it's, really, it's that it's that build up. I think the build up is the best part. That's why like. It's like the the wee bit of like we I would make mulled wine around Christmas even if I'm not away. I fucking love this stuff. Like it's wee things I like got. Oh, just you're laughing there. Do you not like wee bit of mulled wine? No, no. Did you put alcohol in it? Yeah, yeah, yeah. So you don't drink alcohol, don't you? Well, I have the odd mulled wine around Christmas, sir. 
Do you have any mince pies? No, I'm not a fan of the mince pies. They're fucking gack. Do you like them? No, I hate mince pies. Mince pies are no, fucking stinking. No, mulled wine. I don't know. Um, I like a mulberry gin. Mulled wine. Like what? It's a mulberry gin. You should try it. Um, I don't know what that is. Are you a gin man? Uh, yeah, yeah. I like gin. Yeah, gin's nice. Mm-hmm. We'll see. We still haven't met. It's been near a year because of COVID, and we still haven't met. That just shows you how not normality this is. I know, I know. That's it's that's the other thing. It's like fucking like people are uh, dis- getting distance from their family and friends. I know a few, a few. Yeah, I know a few boys that have been saying like they haven't got down home as much. No boys that are based in Belfast, but like their fa- a lot of their family and friends are saying through and whatever for mana. And they're like, I haven't got down as much. I haven't got down home. You know, have to kind of keep myself to myself up here with work and stuff. And they're literally, you know, turning into, especially now that the gyms are closed, they're turning to hermits. Yeah. And, I, and I've noticed myself turn, well, I had to with my new job because like, we're not allowed to fucking be mad social because you don't want to be the dickhead who fucking takes the whole production down. But you find yourself like you have you have no real social life because... You know, you are mindful of other people and you're mindful of your family and friends um, and you're mindful of your work. Um, and like with my work, if I was off of COVID, I wouldn't, I don't even think I'd be covered. I don't think there's that. They just let you go. They just say, no, there it is. Um, but it's fuck. It's just a bad time. It's just a strange time. But uh, Sydney is, I see the dance floors are open. So you can have a few people in nightclubs. Not see it. It's one of these things. Fuck, I don't know. It's it's such a strange world. But I think on the bright side, like you're hopefully people do start just living that bit more afterwards. But it'll be interesting to see when this lies out. But furlough's going to March, like so. I don't care what people say. That's the reason this actually all started because that gym talk. But that's the reason why I see the stand is right because I think there'll be another one in January. And oh, the hundred percent. It'll be the twenty. I'd say the twenty third, twenty second of December. We're going into lockdown. Twenty second, twenty third. Yeah, yeah. They're not no going to allow. They're not going to allow the shops or the bars to be open on Boxing Day. Not a fucking chance. Like there is no way, shape, or form that can happen. Because that it will be economy boost, like for the lead up to shopping around Christmas. Yeah. But <clears throat> that'll be pandemonium. They're, they're sending people out in herds. Yeah. Oh well, they're, they've already funneled it. Like I, the, the I was chatting to Barber a couple of weeks ago, and he they're reopening on the eleventh or twelfth supposedly, and he just shook his head and goes, "That's the worst idea ever." And I said, "Why?" And he goes, "It's fucking pandemonium." He goes, yeah. "It's he goes, it's literally back to back to back people the whole way to Christmas." He says they've funneled it. He goes, it's fucked. He goes, the city is going to be fucked. And he goes, there's no way they can let that happen. And then I got speaking of, I was kind of saying about, I, I had the same idea of Boxing Day. I was like, there's not a chance they can allow Boxing Day and the bars to be open. I don't care what anybody says. Boxing Day is my favourite night of the year. They cannot allow it to be open for the simple reason it's going to be fucking boogaloo. And it's going to be people on the streets, people in the bars. There'll be no social distancing. It'll be pandemonium everywhere. And there's no way, there's just no way at New Year's Eve, they just can't let it happen. If, because if they would have like let it open gradually, gradually, gradually from November, but instead now they've closed bars for five, this is the sixth week, and then they're going to let the the wet, but the dry bars open 
now, I, I, uh, it's just going to be crazy. I'd say they'll let restaurants open now on the 11th, uh, not serving alcohol. There's talk of pubs not opening in England, not being allowed to serve drink. Like, what the fuck? Is yeah, like? they're going to do stuff. Like, they're going to do stupid shit like that. Um, that doesn't even make any sense. No, it doesn't. It's just, it'll just be for food. It'll just be it's food. Like saying, it's like saying you go, sure, you go on back to work, but no music, no no, no, no tunes. Well, they did say that. They said uh, you sh- DJs can go back to work, but they have to play ambient background music at a, at a low level. It doesn't make people speak louder than conversational level. That's like fucking lower than no. That's just stupid. That's like elevator music level. <laughs> um, and I know boys that went back and did it, and I was offered gigs. And hindsight, I should have fucking did them now because they were paying gigs, but they weren't paying great. Um, I was offered it, and I was just like, I can't bring myself to do that because you just feel like a fucking asshole standing there, and you know people want to want good tunes on, but you're like, I just can't play it. I have to play like I have to play music that's literally won't you won't want to stand up and dance to <laughs> that's fucking ludicrous people aren't like as we said fucking not ways people aren't we have one que- one more question i think is a good one tony and then that'll wrap us this is from right, ronan, ronan smith 1986 some name ronan smith 1986 uh what is yourself and tony's <laughs> biggest achievement to date oh fuck What's yours? No, you always say this. You always make me go first. Well, I'm making you go first again. I asked you first. Um, probably getting down to that eighty kilo would have been one of a big one. Personal, personally, the yeah, personally, we're the, going personal or we're we going both. Business, we'll do one personal, one overall. business, one personal, one business. My personal one would have been the 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 dropped eighty, which I'm going to uh, going to repeat it, guys. I've decided. Um, I'm oh, ready. I'm ready. I'm ready to go. Saucy. What are you right now? 105? <laughs> Tony, I'm not. <laughs> Tony, uh, I'm afraid to go near the scales. I'd say between 105 and 110. Would you? I, well, I, I would say so. Um, I thought you would have been 85 max. Fuck off. Nah. No, Try well, I hear it. No, well, no, I'm still 32 inch waist. I'm, I haven't gone out of that part yet, so I'm still the same waist I was when I was fucking 80 kilos. <laughs> so I don't know how the fuck I was working. Uh, keep it uh, so personal was weight for you. What was everyone? No, you can go first then. You can go next. Uh, personal was taking my family on holidays. That's probably my biggest achievement. Taking them away to Portugal for a week last year and none of them left the panic. Okay, that's a good one. That's been probably the high, yeah, that's been one of the biggest moments of my life, definitely. That, is that was really emotional all for me because I, I just know like we wouldn't have been like well off, especially when I was younger. Definitely fucking not. Yeah. My my ones would have been living paycheck to paycheck. So it was nice whenever I could just go, look, we're just gonna go away next Wednesday. I booked it. I knew they were all off and we could just all go. And it you know it's real surreal, especially whenever you're doing yeah. your mom and stuff. But yeah, that's probably my personal. Yeah, so I've done that. I've done that yearly now. Do you know what I mean? Since about two years ago. Yeah, that is a good one, actually. Fuck you. Yeah, because I've already next year's booked as well. It's a real nice sense for anybody that, and people think it's dear. Like you don't even need to take them. Like I took my ones away to like a nice villa and all, but like, even if you were taking them away to like a cheap all inclusive, like these are all together. The cracks good. Like you could do that. If there's three, four of you. You could do that for fifteen hundred pound. Like you, that's not even like that's not even that much money. Yeah. Yeah, it's that is just it's prioritizing. Actually... Like I, I just for me to take my ones away, I'll not get into it, but like it didn't even cost anywhere near as much as people think. Like for five of us, like and like a villa is not that much for a week if there's if there's decent room in it and you cook you 
you just I just paid for all of the groceries or if we went out for a meal it wasn't that bad yeah and you, you know if you're taking your ones away like you, you even just pay for the villa that's enough for people do you know what I mean their villa and their flights yeah well that's that's true yeah that's good that's a good one actually um, but, is that something you like you set out when you were young, like when you were 19 or 20 you, did you have that idea that that's that was a goal you set out or did you no. just decide one day go fuck you know what I want to take my family away I thought I just done a lot of reflection like last I went to a couple of courses and then I had a big reflection period last February it wasn't this one because obviously everything was fucking mad and it I don't know it just sort of I was starting to finally start doing well I was in the fire service a decent wee bit of time I started to get my shit together I started to make decent money for the first time in my life where I was like fuck I'm actually making more than I ever thought I would yeah everything seemed to be going in the right direction and then my family's my main catalyst they're the only reason i do it all so i was like you know the reason i'm doing all this isn't for myself it's for them so i was like why the fuck wouldn't i spend some of it on them so yeah like i do a lot of the background work for my ones like in in fact like that's my main like i always say that to people with their wives like people be like i'm doing this for this i'm doing it for a photo like the main reason i do all my reps every session every bit of work isn't for me it's for family and i think that's the reason why I work, I'll work, I don't fucking hate this, I work harder, but I think that's why I'll always just do a wee bit extra. Yeah. Because it's not for me, it's for somebody else. And I think uh, that, that's the overland theme. We'll get in that in day, but what's your biggest, uh, what's your biggest number one then? Um, either closing Ministry of Sound in London. Oh, that's unreal. Or uh, High AB for last year, um, which is both... High Ibiza is major because two weeks before that I wouldn't have had a look in to fucking play it and I, I was there no two three weeks before it, I was there I was at, at the club for the first time and I was there with a couple of friends and they were like do you ever play here and I was like wise up I never played High Ibiza for fuck's sakes like if anybody doesn't know High used to be space it's probably probably number one club in the world for many people and there's I just was in it. I was in awe. I was watching Idris Elba play, and I decided I would send a couple of wee cheeky emails and put the name in there and kind of try to force my hand. And it worked, and I got a gig in it. And it's it, it's probably my favorite gig I've ever done. Um, and it was a massive box ticked, even though it was a very short term box. But it was there's not many people. I'd I could be the first person from Northern Ireland. To play High Ibiza I'm, I'm trying to actually Work that out If Bicep has played it before Which they probably have The cunts But um, I'll be the first person From Throne to play it Anyway So <laughs> um, And then the, the Ministry of Sound London one Was because I grew up listening To Ministry of Sound CDs Like yeah. Like everybody else Fucking the dance CDs From Ministry of Sound Ministry of Sound It's the most iconic Club and brand In the world And the first gig I done, I done the second room, the side room, and I played and went into the main room and I looked at it and I was like, this is fucking unreal. And about a year later, got the call to say, could I close the main room after rehab, do four to six? And it's a tough, it's a tough slot because when the when the main headliner leaves, a lot of the people would leave. At, it's four o'clock in the morning, like, um, to get their trains home. So you have to kind of, as soon as your first track on, you have to like fucking really grab them by the arse. Um. So yeah, that was that was up there too. Um, I think that's class. For yeah, di- I do like that for one different for very different reasons. Um. But yeah, just uh, 
there was loads, loads of other smaller ones, um, but that's the two, that's the two that it bounces out to me if people ask. Supporting Stevie Oki in Dublin was another major one because, believe it or not, I haven't played Dublin since. Dublin's a really hard place to get gigs in because it's such a, really? yeah, it's such a, like a click and niche. Um, if you're an outsider getting in, it's not really that easy. Um, and to support Stevie Oki in the right venue was just fucking, fucking mad. Oh yeah, crazy. What about you? Um, Fuck. Uh, probably. Mine's probably graduate in the fire service. To be honest, like getting through fire, like the the training school, because it's such a fucking. Like I lost two stone. It's completely cardio based. Yeah, I'm not. I'm not a practical person. Wasn't a practical person whatsoever. So it was not my strong side. Like yeah. I was very fucking shit at the start. But so I just know. Like at the start, I was probably like the least suited to the job. Because uh, there's people coming from. I know it sounds odd, but like mechanics come in. So like you know what way a car's put together. You know already like what way to cut it. Yeah. Whereas like you ask me anything practical. You even ask me to tie knots. Like and I just tie lots. Do you know what I mean? So they don't come out. Yeah, but yeah, that 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 would be mine because it's a very big day, you know, as well. Whenever you graduate, it's just a fucking. You got your re-graduation picture and all up on the wall. Yeah, dude. Of course. Let's put that up it's on a... Instagram. Not a fucking. Come here. Is there height? Not height requirement for the fire service. There used to be. <laughs> There's not now. Obviously. Were you like... were you over it anyway? No, I think you. I think you used to have to be over six foot. Uh, I remember hearing so I thought that was all bullshit that was, I was trying to make a joke there but I thought I, that was all I, bullshit that was until like 1970 or something it was like you had to be like 5 foot I don't know I think it was 6 foot because the, the thing is the reason for it is it isn't actually like sexist or anything it's actually because see if you look at the back of a of a fire engine yeah to unhook the middle ladder the big motherfucker that goes like 3 stories yeah you have to be able to reach up and unlatch something but all, all you have to do if, if you're not the height like literally all you have to do like I don't know where they lowered the back of the engine I think the back of the engine used to be straight uh, or wherever they put on a wee like it, the wee handle is just a bit longer now I think the handle might just be a, like a couple inches longer so it's easier just to pull but like I never had no issue with it and I'm not exactly a fucking tall character but you that, didn't have the I mean, lats back in but there's a lot of losses that would only be like five foot like and I know they still struggle to get it you, you didn't have big lats back then so you could reach up Oh mate, I was so small in the fire service, like so small compared to now. Like I've fucking like two or three stone lighter. I think at the end of fire school I was ten stone four or something. Fuck. What, what are you now? It's like fucking sixty six. I'm ninety four. Oh, sixty six kilo, and you're ninety four. So I've about thirty kilos on now in about two years. Yeah, it's a lot of weight. Like by at this rate, I should be about one hundred and fifty in the next four years, and probably be dead the following. You're about ten kilo of it in your head. Fuck's sake. Looks like my jawline's completely fucking disappeared here. Oh no, you are holding a bit of fluid there, mate. I am chubby. Yeah, no, hundred percent. Like I can feel it, but don't know. I, try, I was ninety four last week. I'm ninety one this week. My weight's bouncing, like and calories are going up. So we'll just stay with it. But why yeah. is that? Why is that? Sometimes that happens. Like, like my weight would usually be very, very, very level. But then, yeah. if anything in my life is like. Like if I get a wee bit more stress, or if my training isn't just as like on specific days, like yeah. if anything's out of routine for me, my weight just goes up and down, up yeah. and down. It just fluctuates so much. So that's why I'm such a routine person as well, because the results come. That's why results come easier. Because like I'm going to check in today with Joe at half ten here, and he the first thing he's going to say to me is, "What the fuck's going on with your weight?" And he's going to mm-hmm. make me stay. He's going to make me 
he's probably going to bump up calories quite aggressively this way because of drop weight. Yeah. But it's probably just a couple of light weigh-ins, whereas, like, so whereas that makes it just a bit odd. It's strange. It's hard to explain. Like, but I get that with clients all the time as well. Like, weight's never linear, you know? I wish I could fucking... I know. What, you wish? I wish if I had a bit of stress, I'd drop the fucking... Drop the four or five kilo. Not that I'm fucking going near... I'm not going near the scales until... First of January, I'm just gonna tidy the diet oh, up typical. for now. Tidy the diet up for now. Yeah, that's the best thing to just, do. Just just tidy it, tidy it completely, and then whatever it is, the start of January, that's the starting point. Fuck, I don't know about waiting until then, but see, because Christmas is only a couple of days. Like I'm not into this whole December's a write off crack. No, 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 I'm not. Well, it won't be a write off this year because fuck, like unless like my parents wouldn't even buy like boxes of chocolates and shit when I'm down home. Like they're not. The, the Our fridge will not change from a normal week to Christmas week. There might be a fucking mince pie in it. And that'll be it. I, but right enough, I don't fucking eat them anyway. But um, but yeah, the race, the race to 80. Well, 80, hopefully I have a wee bit more muscle on if the, the wee phase work before lockdown. So I don't know. Fuck. So hopefully uh, race to 80, Tony. Can we do it? Is it possible? Yeah. Easy. Easily. Easy. Are you ready? Are you ready for my bitching? <laughs> Mate, no way. I thought you weren't coming to me. I thought you were just gonna do it yourself. No, I'm coming to you. No way. Yeah. I'm not taking on clients at the moment, so I'm not a client. <laughs> I'm fucking I'm coming to you, Tony. You're gonna fucking the race daily. Hashtag race Royalty. daily. <laughs> what? Royalty, skip skip the queue, monster then. Yeah, I'm telling you. Race daily, Tony. Right, so I'll do that. We'll see. We're doing it. We're fucking doing it. You can't. On that note, we'll end it. All right, it's been an absolute pleasure. I'll go to Conlath and I don't want to fuck you. There you go. No <laughs> bad. <laughs> right, guys, keep sharing. Uh, and cheers for all the Spotify unwrapped things he's been putting up last week. Uh, who who knew that we were your favorite podcast on Spotify? It's more probably more says more about yourself than it does. <laughs> <laughs> Need to broaden your horizons a wee bit. But anyway, guys, cheers for tuning in. Chat easy again.